Hello, my spontaneous people. This is Shiny Boy here, and welcome to My Culture Mind. This is the show where I talk about everything, anything in the world, in the modern culture, such as food, movies, music, all the sorts of good stuff. And today, today is Music Monday. So I'll be talking about um, whatever's happening in the world of music. So um, uh, I'm not going to do like some updated news of some sort. That's not what this show is. Uh, this podcast is all about. Uh, this podcast is about some certain things that are happening in the world of music that I really want to address. And um, so, yeah, maybe some other weeks I'll be talking about what music video is trending. And sometimes uh, some other weeks I'm going to be talking about a certain band or something. This is basically how I want um, this podcast to be. I as much as I, as much as I do have a format, which is like, you know, different themes of different days, I want it to be something a little bit more freeform, I guess, uh, if, if that is, uh, the correct way to say it. So today, today I'll be talking about my, my top five underrated K-pop groups. And as, uh, most of you might know who, who's seen my work before on YouTube, I used to do K-pop reactions. Um, I don't do that anymore because I feel like if I watch a music video, I might not be as authentic as I want to be. Um, and sometimes like people like who did not really like my review and I feel like I have to make a, you know, like some sort of a face. But um, the reason why I'm doing this episode is because SF9's um, RPM music video has just been released this morning, and this kind of inspired me to do this um, uh, this episode today. So, without further ado, I'm just going to go through my top five underrated K-pop groups, and um, there's not really like criteria. I'm just looking over their in terms of views and in terms of how much talk, um, you know. Or recognition these K-pop groups have. So, so for number five, I'm going to talk about newest. Now, newest had um, they started around, I believe, tw- uh, 2012. Uh, let me let me check right really quick. But I believe it was 2012 that um, newest started, and they had a big de- debut. They really had a big debut. However. I believe they did not get the love that they deserve. They never had their first win um, uh, as a whole. So, as we all know that um, my, my K-pop um, listeners, uh, newest really got popular after Produce 101, and and of uh, and many people know that Minhyun joined 101 after the show was over, and newest des- uh, decided to create newest uh, newest W. Which, which is basically the reason why Newest became successful because the, um, because of that recognition on um, on produce. So that is basically the main reason why they haven't been very recognizable, but they're slowly gaining fame and uh, gaining more fame than they than they would. However, uh, in terms of like view count. They, they are still around, like, over 13 million views, and it's been, like, around, I believe it was, like, three weeks, uh, three weeks at the moment, and most K-pop groups, they will probably have 
20 maybe 30 and if you're bts <laughs> you're already getting so many views on that uh and that first date in the first few hours but um uh, for newest newest did not get much of the game um the same views as some other groups oh it's been a month it's been a month since newest released bet bet which i believe what is one of their best songs one of their best songs ever but they only uh, have a view of 13 million views so as you can see as much as like newest is gaining popularity and having more opportunities and especially a concert um they are still not getting that viewership that most people need so that is why newest is in my top five so number four i'm gonna go with exid exid is i've got into exid around december of yeah december of 2018 and i am so mad at myself that i did not get into them before i am i'm really i'm not much of a fan of girl groups there's like a few girl groups that i liked but exid has been the girl group that I love more than Girls Generation, more than Blackpink, because I think EXID has that authenticity. They're not trying to hide who they are um, or how different they can be. They, they are just so awesome at what they do. And I just think that they are underrated still um, or just forgot people have been sleeping on them because of how old they are and um they are not as like that they're not really the trending group uh, uh at the moment kind of like um like oh my god twice is big N no offense to twice twice has been very been very successful blackpink i still love blackpink but exid there's just something about exid it's just they're just so fun they're just so fun to watch but in terms of viewership uh, um me and you, their newest, uh, their latest comeback, Me and You, it's been over a month and only have 11 million views. That's still pretty good, but uh, compared to other K-pop groups, they could have gotten more views because of Winner. I remember Winner uploaded their MV, Ah uh, Yeah, which, <laughs> which is ironically the same <laughs> song that EXID uh, released. And they have a little bit more um, views than EXID did, but it was on the same day. So that is why EXID is on my list. I think they're just so fun to listen to. They have a great personality. They are not afraid to show themselves. Um, yeah, I just love every single member. They, um, they've been holding on so strong. And you can tell that they love each other very much. And it's sad that they are um, going to be on a hiatus, but they're not they are not um breaking up or anything of that they're just taking a you know a break uh kind of like a, any relationship oh we're not breaking up we're just taking a break so um i just hope that axid will release more content um and become kind of like a a group that just loves to come back like super junior like super junior i know they love to come back and i hope that's the same thing for that uh, for AXID. So let me go to number three. Where is number three? Oh, yeah. 
I'm going to pick, uh, it was supposed to be Ace. Now, Ace, uh, or A-C-E, I forgot what they're called. I got introduced to, um, Ace or A-C-E, I'm sorry, I'm very sorry, but I've been, uh, introduced by them by accident, and that was with Cactus. I remembered, yeah, so I was during their debut, and I'm, I gotta say, their dancing is top notch like they are not holding back and I, um and i've seen their videos where they've been what's that uh what's that term they've been doing covers on the street and that's been how they got exposure and and that support but even at this moment even for undercover and i heard like people been listening to undercover or they've been gotten more attention they give more attention to ace because of undercover however it's already been a month and it, they only have like 2.8 million views and um and that's why i just think that they i think they deserve more recognition because they have a certain sound that they have that hard feeling um that hard sound that they, it's just kind of awesome and it's like a, yeah, it's like, it has a bit of rock and roll, a bit of, Cactus has a, had a sound that's just like, a, oh my god, I'm losing words, it's poppy and yet not, if that makes any sense, so yeah, Ace has been, um, a group that I love, and I loved, um, Colin, Colin is, oh my god, I love the dance, just a dance video is better than the MV. <laughs> um, I feel like if they continue with, like, you know, just focus on the dance and just, you know, and also, like, the members. Oh, my God. Uh, members could... Uh, how many members? I think it was Jason and... Wow. I think... I think that I got his name right. They're the... I think they're the, the two that can rap and sing. And they have good vocals too, but I, and I think the rest they have all great. They all have great vocals, and some of them could like you know act like you know rap. And I think that's a they're like multi talented. And I know they just put a lot of work into their dancing, and they're hardcore. I, I, if I had to describe, uh, is it's like hardcore. Uh, they are a hardcore K-pop group, and that's why I'm putting them on my number three. Number two, uh, I'm. I'm putting SF9. SF9, I got introduced to SF9 by a reaction. I think it was from JRE. And I've listened to, I listened to Easy Love. Easy Love was my, actually, no, no, it wasn't. Actually, it wasn't. I wasn't introduced to SF9, no. I was, uh, I actually listened to, um, what's their debut song? Oh, I forgot. Uh, oh, Fanfare. Fanfare. I love Fanfare. Um, the dance was alright. <laughs> the dance was alright. It's not that extreme and whatnot, but it seemed fun. And they just had a certain vibe to them where they're like, hey, we're here, but we're not really that new. And they've been, they've been ex uh, experimental. And... And I loved Easy Love. I think that Easy Love deserved 
more views. I, I really believe that. Um, Easy Love, had, it was so different from Roar and Fanfare. And then when they had Easy Love, I just wanted them to get their first win. And to this day, they still have not get their first win, I believe. I don't think so. Um, and it's been two, okay, imagine this, two years, two years when Easy Love was released, 7.2 million views. Most K-pop groups, they can probably get that in like a few weeks. And, and that's why, uh, SF9 is in my, um, on my number two. Oh, oh my God. Now or never. Now or never should have been, should have been their first win. I've been saying that for a while, and I believe they should have gotten that first one. It's so, it's so funky. It's so, oh my, ugh, the dance, the Chinese, Chinese, um, Michael Jackson, that was the selling point, the selling point. And the dance was just so awesome. Um, the colors were beautiful in the MV, and it's just so, it's poppy, it's funky, and it reminded me of um, kind of like a fashion show of some sort, but it's a very hype fashion show, like, you know, like a runway kind of music. I just, I, I just love Now or Never so much, and I think till, I think they're, it's still one of their best. I think Easy Love and Now or Never, they're, that's probably their best. Um, I, I do like um, Enough, Enough was really good, and RPM. I listened to RPM. It was actually, it was also nice as well. But think about it. Enough. Their song Enough. It's been like three months and they only got 3.6 million views. That is crazy that they did not get more views. I think this group deserved more views than, um, than some sorts. And even for Now or Never, they only got like 10 million views over 10 months. I, th- I think Now or Never is their highest one. I believe so. I, I-, I could be wrong. But I know that like uh, Now or Never brought a lot of people in who loved um, um, who loved SM9. They can agree that Now or Never that brought them on the map. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm proud of them that they perform like, such as Mama and uh, KCON. And I just, uh, I'm rooting for them. Uh, so, for number one, for number one underrated K-pop group, um, and it was a hard decision that I had to pick. I'm thinking of longevity, how how much time they get views, and overall just the over, overall buzz around the group, and that is Teen Top. Teen Top. Teen Top had a had a good run, probably like before. <laughs> Like between 2012 and 2014, and that was when K-pop was still on the rise. I think one of their best songs, I think one of their best songs till this day, um, in terms of like who Teen Top is or what put them on the map, it's Rocking. Rocking really defined what Teen Top um, is and it and they're really known for their like you know complicated footwork they're oh my god they're it's so fast so intricate they they just they just know how to like you know do that um but still after about 
After about a week, after when Runaway was released, their song Runaway, it's been a week, and they have not gotten, gotten a million views. Um, I know that sounds like it may not be a big deal for some for for some people for some people, but group for for K-pop groups, they usually get about a a million about a day, at least. But some groups, especially Teen Top, and with their history, they've been a group for about I think since 2012. I believe since 2012. I could be wrong. Um, let me search this up. But I know Teen Top has been in in the K-pop uh, K-pop industry for a long time. Uh, let me search that up really quick. Hmm, sorry, I need to. While waiting, let me just drink some water. Oh yeah, so. So Teen Top, they started around 2010, and they had six members. And of course, when um, uh, when one of their members left to pursue acting career, yeah, they were they were dominant. Uh, they were pretty much dominant uh, in their first few years. And I think um, one of my favorite songs from them is "Missing." "Missing" is such a beautiful song. Uh, I've been saying that for a while now. And it's just an easy dance. It's very slow. It's very romantic, and also I, I just love ballads. But rocking, I know rocking was such a bop, and it's so fast. And they had so so many good songs. Warning sign, ah uh-uh, ah, that was they were so good. Um, but they are not getting as much views as uh, as they would, and usually their comebacks they. For their comebacks, they take their time. Either they take their time, or they're just like doing other things, really. And I know they, a Teen Top, they have their own channel, and they would just post some content that they would have, and uh, they do that pretty frequently. But in terms of new music, they don't do it as much. That's why I'm putting that in number one because I believe Teen Top deserves a lot more recognition, especially from Neil. Neil is such a great singer. Um, in my opinion, in my opinion, he, he, I, I don't love them like, like, like super, super, super much, but like if I had it, it have, if I had someone ask me like, who is the most underrated K-pop group, it's gotta be Teen Top. It's, I, Teen Top, they've been in the game for almost 10 years and now they're just starting to die down a bit. And I believe that. If we can show a little bit more love, I w- show a little bit more love for a lot of K-pop groups. I, I believe that. Um, again, this is not me just picking my favorites. I just what I can recognize, even though some of them are, um, some of them are my favorites. But these K-pop groups, I, I just don't like fan wars. Um, I really don't like fan wars, even if I'm <laughs> talking about this right now. I am not bashing on any other groups. I believe that. The K-pop industry, these people work so hard. They work so hard to put these content up there, and if they don't make a, a, a like you know a bunch of million views, and they're like considered a failure. These K-pop groups are not failures. The fact they can still do this, like 
they're just they're working hard enough just to get like you know a, a couple thousands of views they're just working so hard and i think that people who are bashing on k-pop groups and diminish that they're not trying so hard they are trying and you know it depends on you the listeners of what k-pop group that you support and yeah just give lots of love don't spread the hate just you know just just love k-pop groups like or just love k-pop in any way shape or form you don't have to be a diehard fan or whatnot just just support groups that you love and don't hate on groups that you know that don't that don't come to your interest but yeah but yeah so that is my uh thoughts uh that is my top five underrated k-pop groups and and i just think that k-pop is i'm i'm glad that k-pop is on the rise um and so that people could um experience what kind of talented groups any um talented these groups are so thank you guys for listening if you like this please listen to this on anchor um spotify and google podcast it'll be uploaded really soon yes please spread please spread the word of this podcast i love doing this uh, even though i'm not um getting much viewership it's it's great to just put my voice out there but anyways thank you guys for listening until next time so long farewell later